afternoon and welcome to Treasures of the Heart. This is Pastor Luann and here we are in the month of November and we are still moving forward in our fall series as we read and examine the book of Revelation. You know, whenever um, I was doing my video for Facebook and YouTube this week and um it something just kind of amazing happened during the the viewing i mean um i'm actually on chapter 11 on facebook and youtube and it talks about an angel um but there was just this uh kind of amazing light that just kind of like enveloped me I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't feel it until I watched, uh, you know, the premiere. And um, it was it was amazing because there was no sun on the day that I was premiering that video. It was actually a very, very cloudy day. It was toward dusk. And so it was it was getting darker. I was actually having to turn on, you know, lights when I was doing it in in the room and but it's the same room that i've done that video for for weeks and uh, the same lights but this was different and um if you get a chance uh, i would say you know try to tune in um on facebook or youtube this week it will you know kind of catch you up uh, on chapter 11, because we are actually going to be reading chapter 10 uh, today. I was trying to kind of stagger them so that uh, if you missed one um, from Facebook or YouTube, you know, you could go to the radio or vice versa. The radio would help you if you missed, you know, Facebook or YouTube. But if, if you even want to wait till next week, it will still be on my Facebook page. So you can, you know, you, you'll be able to see it um, anytime. But, you know, God works in mysterious ways. And we never know for sure how things are going to be, especially in our world today, right? I mean, um, by the time you hear this, you know, perhaps we will have um, a new president, uh, at least being named um, to be a president. But it doesn't appear as though the battle will be totally over uh, unless unless someone concedes. But in in that in that interim, there's just going to be a lot of drama, a lot of things going on. And you know, when we get to this passage of scripture uh, in Revelation chapter nine, I mean, chapter eight was pretty tough. And chapter 9, really, I can tell you, isn't much better. And I do want to be able to read this chapter, uh, chapter 9 to you, uh, from the book of Revelation. And, you know, as I read it, you know, I will probably pause here and there to be able to share with you my thoughts, uh, my interpretations. And that isn't based just on my, you know, putting things together in my head or in the spirit. It is looking at a lot of scholars and the writings and the research, because, you know, Revelation is so symbolic that it can be interpreted in so many different ways. Uh, but, you know, one of the, the, the themes that continues through 
the book of Revelation is, how important it is that you know Christ. How important it is that he is your Savior, he is your Lord. And and if so, you have that comfort of knowing that the Holy Spirit of promise has sealed you so that God knows that you belong to him, that you are one of his. You have been adopted in to the family of God. And the more I read this, the more I realize, I mean, I know how important it is. And, you know, we say, you know, well, it's wonderful because we know we're going to be eternally with Christ. We're going to go to heaven. But it appears that we're going to also, you know, really not have as much judgment as those who are unbelievers. So let's get started. Oh, I do want to tell you, I'm sorry. Uh, If you do go on Facebook or YouTube, I did change my time on Sundays. So it does air at 6.45 p.m. So I know it used to be in the morning on Sundays, but since I've been doing this study, it is on Sunday evenings at 6.45 p.m. And that really does free me up as well, because I do fill in on Sunday mornings at different churches. And uh, so that just allows me the opportunity to be able to go and uh, help somewhere else and still be back Sunday evening for the lesson. So it's been working out very well. But if you'll grab your Bible and you're not in a car, you will grab your Bible or maybe a tablet or whatever. Uh, let's let's read chapter 9. This begins, uh, and it's the chapter that talks about the fifth trumpet and the sixth trumpet and the bottomless pit. All right, so... Uh, this is um, this is quite the chapter. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star from heaven which had fallen to the earth, and the key of the bottomless pit was given to him. And he opened the bottomless pit, and smoke went up out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by the smoke of the pit. Now I want to share with you that there are scholars who... Uh, look at this star as perhaps uh, a it could be you know Christ holy angel you know coming to earth and being handed the key to the bottomless pit there are others who believe that it's probably one of Satan's uh, demonic helpers who is coming and getting the pit I will tell you later who I think it is um, and why but I don't believe that this is Satan's Uh, demon. All right. So, but we do know that the star came and and believing that it's probably an angel who is coming and uh, getting the key to the bottomless pit. And I mean, and you know, when you think about the bottomless pit, I, you know, I immediately thought about Pandora's box. You know, it's always said, you know, if you open the lid to Pandora's box, all of this evil is going to come out and you won't be able to stop it. And so I kind of think that, you know, this is when you open the bottomless pit, bottomless means there is no end to the depth of the bottom of the pit. And so um, lots of things are going to come up out of that bottomless pit. So let's look at verse three. And out of the smoke came forth locusts upon the earth and power was given them as the scorpions of the earth have power. And they were told that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, nor any green thing, nor any tree, but only the men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. Okay, whoa, let's back up, church, because um, for number one, we know that any time locusts, there was a plague of locusts on the earth, that's exactly what they did. They ate 
the everything that was green, the grass, the tree, you know, the leaves on the trees. But these locusts are different. I had my son-in-law uh, so that I could put pictures on uh, my Facebook uh, who drew these locusts according to the description you'll hear here. They definitely are different than anything we've seen. And remember that they're coming and they... Um, and they're not going to be hurting anything green, but they are going to be um, hurting these men and, and those humans who are here in this tribulation who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. So, you know, these are the ones in tribulation who have gotten, you know, maybe more bitter, more angry. You know, you know God, we had that whole chapter eight that, you know, God poured out things just like he did with Pharaoh whenever Pharaoh's keeping his people in Egypt as slaves, and God, you know, sent one plague after the other, and Pharaoh's heart didn't soften. Pharaoh's heart got harder, and so these are these ones on the earth who just are not giving their lives and, and believing in Christ, and so they're the ones, not 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 those who have been sealed, right? Remember, we had that sealing uh, of those who will God will know they belong to me. So these locusts aren't going to hurt anyone who's a believer. These are going to hurt the unbelievers. Now, let's go to verse 5. And they were not permitted to kill anyone, but to torment for five months. And their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it stings a man. And in those days, men will seek death and will not find it. And they will long to die and death flees from them. Now, you know, when I read about this, you know, remember whenever Satan went to God and said, hey, you know, you're your righteous guy, Job. Well, you know, he is only really righteous because of all the things you've blessed him with. Take those things away. And, you know, Job isn't going to want to have a relationship with you. And God said, OK, you know what? You can go to earth and you can, um, you know, you can do, uh, you know, whatever you want to try, Job. But you don't kill him. And so we know, most of us know the story of Job and how bad things got for Job. But in the end, you know, he and God have this conversation. And then Job has many, many things restored unto him. And his life is actually very, very good at the end. So it's not unusual for John in his vision to see that, um, that they're not to be killed, but they are to be tormented. And it's for five months. Now, the reason it's five months, I did a little study, but... When you look at locust lifespan, it's between three and six months. So, you know, God is taking the, the locusts almost their entire lifespan to do nothing but torture these men. And it is so bad, so bad that the human beings want to die because the torment is terrible, but they do not die. Verse six, and in those days, Men will seek death and will not find it, and they will long to die, and death flees from them. Verse 7. And the appearance of the locusts was like horses prepared for battle, and on their heads as it were crowns like gold, and their faces were like the faces of men, and they had hair like the hair of women, and their teeth were like the teeth of lions, and they had breastplates like breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots of many horses rushing to battle. They have tails like scorpions and stings, and in their tails is their power to hurt men for five months. 
they have as king over them the angel of the abyss. His name in Hebrew is Abandon. And in the Greek, he has the name Apollyon. The first woe is past. Behold, two woes are still coming after these things. Now, I want to talk to you about verse 11 because the names, uh, the Hebrew and the Greek name uh, for these, this king that is over the angel of the abyss, uh, it means exterminator or destroyer. You know, God's angels are like Gabriel and Michael. But these, um, this king that is over the angel, the names are so bad, they mean exterminator or destroyer. Now, Jesus said, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so the first woe is done. Let's go to verse 13. This is the sixth trumpet. Trumpet, and then the army from the east. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, one saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. And the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year were released, so that they might kill a third of mankind. And the number of the armies of the horsemen was two hundred million. I heard the number of them. And this is how I saw in the vision the horses and those who sat on them, the riders had breastplates the color of fire and of hyacinth and of brimstone. And the heads of the horses are like the heads of lions, and out of their mouths proceed fire and smoke and brimstone. A third of mankind was killed by these three plagues, by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone, which proceeded out of their mouths. For the power of the horses is in their mouth, mouths and in their tails, for their tails are like serpents and have heads. With them they do harm. And the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, so as not to worship demons and the idols of gold and of silver and of brass and of stone and of wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders nor of their sorceries nor of their immorality, nor of their thefts. Whoa! So this, my friends, means that after all of these plagues, everything that happens, you know, they come out and now, you know, some have gotten killed, but the, those who are remaining after all of this still refuse to believe in God and accept Jesus as Savior. And so it's said that they are not sorry for the murders they've committed, you know, for their sorceries and, and for you know, thefts, and, and they just were very hard-hearted, bitter, angry men. Well, I have to stop here. So you really please want to tune in next Sunday afternoon as we continue in the book of Revelation. God bless you. Please stay safe. This is Pastor Nguyen with Treasures of the Heart.